This is the Parent Life Podcast, and I'm Jason Stanley. This week, I share an interview with Julian Avramescu. Julian is the founder and president of Life Romania. He and his family live and minister in Bucharest, Romania. Life Romania is a ministry that exists to reach the next generation of Romanians for Christ and equipping them to impact the local church as disciples who make disciples. They host events for students such as summer camps, sports camps, and discipleship retreats. Each camper who makes a decision for Christ is invited to join the counselor in their 12 steps of discipleship where they can to, where they too can become counselors. Furthermore, they can go back to their home church and raise up disciples within their local body. This past February, I and my wife, we went to Romania and hosted a purity conference for the Romanian youth partnered with Life Romania and Julian. On episode 62, we did that interview, talked with Julian. Uh, we were there in Bucharest in a city park. It was beautiful. It was freezing, but it was beautiful. And uh, we talked a little bit about how to have these conversations about purity with our children. While I was there, though, I went ahead and got another interview. I mean, if you're, you know, 10-hour flight across the world, you might as well get two interviews. So uh, speaking with Julian I uh, just wanted to hear his heart behind discipleship, his strategy for discipleship, particularly in a cross-cultural context. I think that's going to be very helpful for us as parents. But specifically, um, you know, you can't be a good disciple maker of other kids unless you're a good disciple maker of your own kids. And so I asked Julian to share his philosophy, his ideas on discipleship, specifically relating to parents and the lessons that we can learn. So... A disciple, particularly in the ancient Greek and Roman times, is someone or a student who would follow a teacher for a period of time, and that was considered their formal education. They did not have universities or colleges as we would imagine them now, but we still retain this portion. So, as part of our formal education, this would equate to, per se, a internship. Many of you listening had an internship or practicum in your degree to prepare for law, medicine, or being a teacher. Similarly, a biblical disciple is someone who follows Jesus. Thus, as a parent, we are to live in such a way that emulates Christ in front of our children. Our children then imitate us as we attempt to imitate Christ. This is the basis of discipleship from the Bible. So we asked Julian his perspective on this and how parents can then emulate Christ for their children to imitate and one day mature into. So, Let's jump into that interview. All right, we're back with Julian uh, here in Bucharest. We're in City Park in downtown Bucharest, actually just down the road. If you saw our previous episode with Julian, he actually grew up here in this community. Um, And so the last episode was about our purity weekend and about talking to our kids about purity. But this time I want you to talk to us about your discipleship process. You do something that's unique um, as a ministry. He does camps, he does events but he follows up with this discipleship process. So, Julian, would you just tell us about your discipleship process for students? Yeah, everything started from uh, God God placing a thought into my heart. Uh, I was one day, uh, you know, we were doing all these events, sports, soccer championship, volleyball uh, championship, ping pong championship, hundreds, literally hundreds of kids coming. And then I would rely on the local church to follow up with them. Mm-hmm. And then God placed this thought in my heart, hey, if I brought these people to you, you are 
I taught you, everything that I pour into you for you to pass it along. So this is where we started to put a big uh, input on uh, follow-up. So basically everybody who comes to any event, event that we have, we follow up with. So basically within 24 hours we call them, within 48 hours we text message them, we send them a, a card, uh, a collage we send and we write something on the back and then uh, we send them a letter to invite them, besides the collage, another letter to invite them to do these 12 steps of discipleship because we are like, if, he, if he's a camper, we say, you came to our camp, you saw that we love Jesus, we love to have fun, but we need to grow in Christ. Uh, and we are not a cult, you know, because in our context, people think we are a cult. We're a cult, that's right. But we want them to learn what Christianity is, truly is. And during camp, the Bible. according to the Bible. That's right. And during camp for a week, they see that everything that the priest taught them is false. They get to see that the real us for a whole week. And then we follow up and say, hey, we would like to spend time with you for you to grow in Christ. It's not enough just to accept Christ, and, but to follow Him, you get to get Him to know closer. So we developed these 12 steps of discipleship, basically, is what is the gospel? How can you have a quiet time, time with God? How can you study the Bible? Uh, how do you deal with temptation? How to pray? Uh, what is the local church? And we talk about all these basic topics, but very important. And we invite them, basically. And then we call them again for the second time, saying, Hey, you were with us. You receive our letters. You receive uh, our emails. Uh, we want to hear from you. Would you like to do start with us these 12, 12 steps, steps the 12 steps and how do you do the 12 steps do you do them in like small groups do they do them via zoom what, what do you do for that so before covid was one-on-one -on -one. okay guys with guys girls with girls wow it's one-on-one -on -one, uh, because we want to be intentional and you know the more one-on-one -on -one, the better the relationship yes and one thing that i want to make sure that i'm saying is you see this bible study it's easy the 12 steps of discipleship is just can be like another uh, another bible study but what's important to understand is that 10 percent is paper 90 percent is relationship mm -hmm. so if me and you would do this it's it matters the 90 percent relationship that i'm building right. with you because it's easy to give you a paper fill it out then we meet together one-on-one -on -one. now we do it most of them there via zoom and we talk about the step. But then we need, during the week, we talk about, uh, you know, have you read your Bible? Uh, how is your quiet time? Uh, did you memorize scripture? Come with me to do visits. Uh, come with me to teach you how to evangelize uh, with a sports tournament or with an event that we have. So we are trying to, uh, where it talks about go and make disciples, it says, as you go, as you leave, Right. As you enjoy life that I gave you, make disciples with those around you. So we need to make discipleship a lifestyle. Because right. basically that's what Christ taught us. And, and scripturally, they're so foundational because nowhere do we actually see the word discipleship in scripture. Instead, it says imitate. And Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Exactly. And so really the, the basis is that that relationship you know, you can do some paperwork, you can do some things like that, but really what's important is that you see me, you see how I interact with my family, you see how I interact with others, and then you become more like me as I'm trying to become more like Christ. Exactly.
they go through the 12 steps, then what happens after that? So after the, uh, they graduate from there, we have what we call a Champions Weekend. We have it in the spring and in the fall. And basically we encourage them, everybody who graduated from the 12 steps, they come, they get a diploma. But what's, what's most exciting for me is they watch other 70, 80 kids doing the same thing. Mm. So now the Champions Weekend is for them to actually see with their own eyes Second Timothy 2.2. You saw me, I taught you, mm. now it's time for you to pass it on. Right. So they see these kids and they get encouraged because sometimes they're like, oh, I'm the only one in my village doing this. I'm the only one in my city, in my church doing this. But then knowing there is a community, a group, a movement of right. young people doing this, they get encouraged and we keep in touch with one another. So this is the purpose of the Champions Weekend. And those that are serious about it, they become counselors. Because what we want to see is you cannot become a counselor with us unless you've been discipled by one of us. Mm -hmm. And then you cannot become a counselor if you don't agree to disciple your campers. Because what's going to happen once the camp is over, I'm going to come into your village. I'm going to come, we as an organization, we're going to come partner with your church and do a sports event. Yeah. So I want you to be able to disciple those. That you've developed those relationships exactly. with in that village. Exactly. Okay, so they've gone through these 12 steps. They've completed. They do a, cha a Champions, Champions Weekend. Weekend. And from the Champions Weekend, they can become counselor. Counselor at summer camps. Summer camps or winter camps. Or winter camps, okay. And then how are you further preparing those counselors so from there we have what we call Mia College it's a program together with uh, a church in US uh, Denton Bible Church it's called BTCL Bible Training Center for Leaders and basically we study hermeneutics uh, systematic theology uh, Old Testament survey New Testament survey uh, leadership and, and so on uh, because we want these leaders to understand the foundation of doctrines because these are the future leaders of the churches these are kids that for the rest of their lives they're gonna remember these teenage years they spent with us mm -hmm. and we want to make sure they have the right doctrine uh, because right doctrine leads to good behavior that's right so that's uh, what uh, we are encouraging them and then the next step for them is either they continue to serve with you in your ministry or engaging kids in their community but then it's getting into their local church and serving their church, becoming leaders in their church. We want them to become the uh, discipleship leader in their church. Yeah. And we want us to facilitate, help them. Yeah. Because when we do an event there and we have more kids accepting Christ, or kids from that village coming to our camp accept Christ, this key person that we've been developing as a counselor, he can take over and do the follow-up that we taught them. Yeah. Call them, text them, email, and take them exactly to that local church from that village. Right. So we are strengthening the local church and the plant churches that we partner with. Yeah. And I love that because as you strengthen the local church, then that local church can reach its community more effectively. And it all started with this kid who showed up at a camp or something like exactly. that. Exactly. And I can remember whenever I went to Shastaravat back in 2018, I'd say probably 50% of the kids who I was speaking to had not heard the gospel before. And so to be in that presence of people who had never heard it, uh, not like American Christians who seem to be more like inoculated to the gospel, they were so hungry and they accepted it willingly, and then immediately they started jumping into 
the 20 steps or 12 steps and now we've seen them years later starting to serve starting to get engaged and you've been doing this for how many years now uh, 14 years okay so you're relatively young okay <laughs> so that's good uh, so 14 years and now you're beginning to see the results and the fruits of this labor showing up in your churches with pastors and youth workers small group leaders and things like that yeah so parents who are following this uh, model I would like for you to say okay what would that look like if a parent were doing this in their home with their children on a regular day-to-day basis okay so uh, I think I will start Definitely the father needs to have a curriculum. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you say curriculum, uh, what I don't like about it, because it sounds like a program. Right. But obviously, there needs to be a balance between like we do with relationship and, and Bible. Because sometimes we tend to go one extreme, one of those, and not making a balance between the two. Um, so, number one, I will ask the parents to be intentional. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key. Uh, talk to your youth pastor, talk to a good ministry in your area that has a good material and just start from there, use it. Uh, don't punish your kids with it, but try to make it as a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as Jesus says, go and make disciples, it refers also to our, our kids, our families, and I think uh, we don't need to push the Bible on their throat, but in the same time, us living the Bible like, you know, when I see an ambulance going by my car, our family usually we stop, I'm continuing to drive, but one of the kids are going to pray for that ambulance. So we try to make it as a lifestyle. We get out of the house, we leave somewhere, we stop, and before we leave we pray every time. So uh, Bible study with uh, my boys, you know, we read devotional together. Uh, not always, it doesn't happen every day. I wish it would happen every day. Sure. Uh, but in the same time, uh, you know, we are fallen men. I am a fallen man. I wish I would have be that disciplined with myself, but I'm not. But in the same time, uh, they see that I love Jesus. They see the blessing uh, that I receive from loving Jesus, and uh, you know, they uh, they want to follow that example. They want to follow that example. So anyway, so I like how it's more of a lifestyle idea but something that you said earlier when we were just driving around Bucharest is not only does that have to be a lifestyle but it has to be consistent yeah it can't be something that you do in a season and not in a season or once every other month or something like that it has to be something that you do on a daily basis and for parents obviously the encouragement here is be intentional you know he has a strategy for how he makes disciples in his context in his ministry he also has a strategy for how he disciples his children And if you don't have a strategy as parents, I like your strategy better than their strategy. Because the the goal, obviously, is that we raise up children who are godly. And the church can help in these things. Yeah, Ministries like yours can help in these things. But, I mean, certainly, if you have godly parents who are discipling their children, they're going to raise, I don't want to say better disciples, but much more rooted disciples than what a ministry can produce on its own. I want to encourage parents to, you know, at least try something that can do on a weekly basis. I think that's critical. 
uh, a family uh, Bible study. It doesn't have to be long. It can be, you know, from 15 minutes to half an hour. We know kids lose their patience. <laughs> so we, we lose want... our patience with the kids. Oh, yeah. And then it turns out into something ugly. Yeah. Uh, I've done that, you know, when I put the law uh, more important than the love. Yeah. And uh, that's a danger that we can go. Uh, but, um, like you said, it has to be consistent. So they need to see that consistency. And another thing is that I struggle with in Romania. Kids need to see their dads reading their Bibles. That's critical. Uh, because they're, gonna, they're not going to remember your Bible studies. They're not going to remember your, uh, your prayers. But they will remember your lifestyle. They're going to remember how you love your wife, how you love them but also how you love Jesus. And it's not so much through your study, you t teaching or preaching to them, is how you treated Jesus. In the consistency. In the, into the consistency. So reading your Bible, uh, seeing you praying, you know, my wife, uh, I don't close the door to my bedroom. Uh, the boys, uh, many times, they walk by and they see my wife and I on our knees uh, praying. Because, you know, that's who we are and, you know, we sometimes, uh, most of the times we pray with our kids before we, uh, they go to bed. But sometimes because they are teenagers, we want to now see them doing it without us pushing it on them. Yeah. But they see us and I talk to them many times. I say, hey, you don't see my mom, who is 70 years old now, telling me to brush my teeth every morning. You know, you don't see her telling me to do my quiet time. Because I'm a grown man, man, that's what you need to become. So it's just setting the example. And I love how you put the focus on the father, because the, the father is the head of the household, is what scripture says. And it's not a question of if you should be or you might be or anything like that. It's you are the head of the household. Yeah. And yeah, they may not remember what you say in all those Bible devotions. It's just the fact that you took the time to do exactly. a Bible devotion with them that they'll remember. Julian, thank you again so much for uh, giving me this time, and thank you just for being my friend and hanging out in Bucharest. So, love it. Love okay, you best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Parent Life Podcast today. I hope this conversation with Julian blessed your life. Uh, if you'd like to know more about Julian and Life Romania, then you can go to liferomania.org. All one word, liferomania.org. The link will be in the description. Also, if you're a member of Fruit Cove Baptist Church, we are looking to send a team this summer uh, to partner with Julian. And if you would like more information about that, please go to our website. Uh, if you have any questions about me or my ministry, you can go to jasonstanland.com. Uh, for more information about Fruit Cove Baptist Church and her ministries, please go to fruitcove.com. Uh, the links are in the bio and in the descriptions. Uh, if you would like to submit a question or response to the podcast, you can always email me at parentlife at fruitcove.com. May you be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Colossians 1.9. See you next week.